Gerald, the Boss Man Show. I told you I had a big guest from you, from my alma mater, and he is here. From Baltimore Ravens, heading to his 50s in Baltimore, doing big things. He plays cornerback, safety, and now linebacker, I'm told, out of TSU, the one only Big Blue, Anthony Levine Sr. Anthony, what's up, brother? Hey, man, what's up, man? How you doing? Doing good, man. I know he's got our practice this morning, man. How was practice this morning? Come off that win against Carolina the other night, man. Ah uh, man, it's good. And it's, anytime you're coming off a win, it's always good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I hear that, man. So for you, man, how do you feel to get back out there in the field, man, and kind of test out your new surroundings, playing linebacker for Coach Pease, man? He wants to have an interchangeable defense out there, covering all, all these tight ends and running backs out there. You can do all those things, playing corner and safety and then linebacker. How you feel about that, man? Ah uh, man, uh, I love it, man. Actually, you know, uh, everybody thinks it's my first time playing linebacker. But uh, I'm back in high school, and uh, man, I like it, man. I, I love it. You, you always in action. You always, there's always something going on down there. You're up there tussling, fighting with those big boys, man, and uh, getting there with them tight ends and tackles and running backs, uh, man. Hey, that's all I like to do, man. I like to go out there and play ball, man. Get you know, get physical, and just go out there and have fun. So um, I'm having fun with. It. I'm enjoying it. Now, for you, man, you play cornerback and safety as well. What position do you prefer? Do you just matter? You just gonna be on the field no matter what. Man, I just want to play football, whether it's corner, safety, nickel, backer, whatever it is. I just want to go out there and play football, help my team win, and help my help my team get to that ultimate goal. That's what I want to do. Exactly, and you've been ultimate goal two times because you are a two time Super Bowl champion. A lot of people don't realize that, but you are a two time champion. Yeah, I'm definitely a two time champion, but I want to make three. I hear that, folks. Anthony Veen seeing here on the Boss Man Show. Now, I know you've had a good camp, man. I've been keeping up with you guys up there in Baltimore, man. At what point in camp do you get like, man, I, I want to hit somebody else. Man. I'm sick of hitting these same guys every day. Oh, uh, man, that happens uh, like every day. We get out here, man. We go one against our whole lineman. Like um, I was, I was telling uh, Ryan Jensen on my center, uh, uh, when we about to kick off against Carolina, I told him, I said, "Hey man, now it's time for you to go out there and do them what you be trying to do. You need to practice all week, the whole camp, man. So man, it was good, man. But it was good to go out there, man, and finally be able to go tackle, go live and hit somebody else, man. You you know you get you get tired of." I mean, when, when y'all here in camp, you know, you trying to take care of your teammates and stuff. You ain't really trying to go too hard. But when, when it's time to go out there and let loose against uh, an opponent, man, there's always something else. I'm, I'm ready to do that. Now, I'm going to ask you this. I know I asked this to a couple of NFL guys. It's, it's offseason. Doing out there on preseason games, you kind of try to be a little bit more careful in how you go about it because you don't want to lose it all on a preseason game. Or do you kind of still go full out no matter what, this, whatever happens, happens? Yeah, nah, uh, well, man, really not, I'm just trying to go ahead and call out of this niche, you know, get everything um, down, get my timing down, um, get everything going uh, with my teammates, make sure we get on the same page, go out there, make, make sure. So when the first game comes, um, you know, we, we, hit, we hit the ground running. We ain't trying to put things together and all that. I'm trying to make sure all the timing down, all our communication right. Um, just get, getting back into that flow, man, tackling again. When you're when you tackling, and doing all that, man, you know, you got to do all it over again. So just go ahead and get get refreshed and get the body ready and all that. So that, that, that's how I feel. Get ready for these teachers again.
folks. Anthony Vane here on the Boss Man Show. Now, for the defense, man, are you all game planning right now? It's kind of just trying to get your basics down because you don't really want to show your hand before week one comes up. Um, I definitely don't want to show the hand. Like, I really and truly, I didn't want nobody to know I was playing back then. It was time for me to go out there and, um, in the first in the first game, but you know, uh, uh, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, man, just go out there, play the ball out first. So I hear that now. I want to ask you about your offseason preparation, though. So you you go into your fifth year in Baltimore, man. You've been with the Packers a couple of years there. So how do you prepare your body now than you did when you first came into the league in 2010? Oh man, look. I, I do so much different things now. Like, I, man, look, I love eating Popeye's chicken. Um, <laughs> Me too. Man, that, man, look, man, I love that soul food. I love that. I love that, man. I love my mom. You know, my mom, you know, I'm from Louisiana, so you get all that good Southern food, man. But now that I've been in the league so long, man, I got to take care of my body. So uh, I, don't, I don't really eat those type of things now. Uh, trying to eat healthy. Um, make, make sure uh, I, I I put in my body, um, the right foods, the nutrition, everything like that. Uh, just you know, make sure I get my massages. Make make sure. Uh, I just really take care of my body, now, man. Just I, I do a lot of things. Like I don't 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 lie a lot. Um, study, um, but it's, it's totally different than what I was back when I was in. I can go out, I go have fun, hang out with my homies all um, day. Um, I can't do that no more, man. You gotta. To, to to last in the NFL, man, you gotta take care of your body, get your body right. So, uh, I can get food, try him, uh, have a massage lady on the hand, um, chiropractor. So, man, it's it's, it's about to go into and to keep keep your body right for the NFL season. Now, speaking of Popeyes, how often did you go down to the Popeyes on Jefferson, man? How often did you go down there? Oh man, I man, I was at Popeyes on Jefferson, like. <laughs> Man, almost, man, that's almost every day, man. That's almost every day for me, man. Like, it was Jefferson all the time. Like, man, I, man, I love Popeye's chicken, man. You, you can't beat them, man. You can't um, beat that two-piece, man. Two-piece spice. You're right, man. Hey, I remember we used to try to get all them coupons, and we'll go in there, and we'll ride down and get, then get down to get a receipt, the little free survey. We'll do that, yeah. too. <laughs> the little free two-piece, I'm like. Hey, I know all the pace. I know all about it, man. About the end of the night, man. When it comes to that Popeyes on Jefferson Street. <laughs> hey, if you think about it, it was like the club almost. You want to meet somebody, you can meet at Popeyes for real. Like you can find oh. somebody at Popeyes, no doubt, from from state. Definitely, man. Everybody, everybody met up at Popeyes, man. That's where we're going. Lunch, you on the Popeyes, except on Fridays. On Fridays is always catfish Friday. So I made sure I got in the cafeteria, you know. So got to get that good catfish. And stuff in the cafeteria, but Monday, Monday through Thursday, definitely heading down to Popeyes. <laughs> no doubt, man. So like, we had Levine here in the Boston Metro Room. This is about TSU, the Popeyes. Play for y'all know about that. Come to Nashville, TSU, go to Jefferson Street, see Popeyes. That's what we're talking about right there. You can't miss it. Now, now, what do you? Now, you got you play with a guy like Steve Smith Senior, man, and practice it, and he's just be around. They got in the locker room, man. You got Joe Flacco out there throwing the ball, so it has to prepare you guys for any defense you, for any offense you face, man. With those two guys out there, with the talent you got on offense, so how, how does having a guy like that on your roster, a quarterback that's this good, help you prepare for each week for when you go against these different teams? Oh man, when you go out there, you play against um, Joe Flacco, man, the way. 
the way he throw the ball, man, he, he's so precise. And, um, he, he got a cannon for a arm. So when you got then you go against quarterbacks, like, man, you won't believe that I dropped a pick. You know, I, I dropped a pick in the game. But when you go against, like, guys like Joe Flacco, man, the, the way he throw the ball, man, the philosophy that he has on it, it's just it, it, it's insane, man. So when you go out there against quarterbacks, who's not as elite as, you know, Joe, it's so different as the games slow down so so much for you. You'll be able to break on passes and do stuff like that. But um, and then when you're going to get Steve Smith, man, the guys that a guy that bring it every single day, even in practice, I mean, he's so intense. Like, he, he's really an, an, an intense man. So um, going to get him every day in practice, man, it really prepares you for no matter what you go against out there. That's how I was able to play corner. Um, the year when I went out there and started that corner because going against him every day in practice. When you going against the best every day in practice, um, when you go out there and do it in the game, man, it's easy. So having those two guys, man, it does nothing but, but help us get better. Now, Anthony, how's it, it being his teammate, man? The guy so high energy, so much passion for the game. has to be really infectious for all you guys, seeing how that guy at his age still, how many years he had in the league, says that pass like he's a, a, a undrafted rookie that's to be great every day. Man, you, you don't you don't even know it. Like you, when, when you when you meet him and you talk to him, like when you just sitting around talking to him, you know he his, his wisdom and stuff. You know all that comes out. But when you're out there on the field, you don't even know. You, you can't even tell that he's uh you know where where he's at. But he's he's so savvy, man. He just comes with it every day. He, you know, bring his hard hat and his bed go to work. So um, when you when you see that, you have no choice but to go out there and do it. it there's like so much motivation right there, man. The guy that been doing it and doing it so long and still continues to do it, even coming off of what he's coming off of, man, it's, it's amazing. So you just go out there, man, like you never have like a bad day when you go out there and look at, when you look at a guy like that work. And final question for you, Anthony. I, I want to know, when last time you've been at the Tennessee State, man? When, how often do you get back out there? And also, man, what is Coach Rod Reed meant to you personally and professionally, man? And I'm always back in um, at, at Tennessee State. Um, I was there right before um, I came back for camp. Um, and it's crazy as my Coach Reed, man. Coach Reed, that's one of my favorite coaches ever. Um, talking to him, really, he got me ready, man, to play his linebacker spot. You know, I texted him, told him that. I'm like, Coach, man, I'm playing linebacker. So I sent a text, he instantly called me. Like, what, you playing linebacker? And then he doesn't talk to me. But, man, Coach Reed, he always talked to me. He always hit me up. He always, uh, you know, keep me motivated. Um, and every week, um, I, I can I can expect a phone call or a text from Coach Reed, and um, he asked me how I'm doing. He let me know how 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 our attack is doing. So um, I'm um, every time I get a chance, uh, I go down to TSU. I'm thinking about right before our first game, what's counting that out. I'll probably go down there, um, check them out. But uh, man, I love TSU, man, the best uh, HBCU in the world. So I'm always trying to go back down there, man. No doubt. Well, Anthony, I'm going to try to get with you, man. I'm going to let leave, leave my information with Patrick, man, so we can swap numbers. Hopefully I can see you when uh, you come down to Tennessee State, man. I, I'm up there a lot myself. I was, I'm actually here up there this weekend. I'm going to the Titans game later today, so I'll be up there checking them out this weekend. So no doubt, man. I appreciate you and your time, man. Big Blue for life, man. Mr. Lil T with the Ravens. I'll definitely talk to you again for season over, brother. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. No doubt, folks. Anthony Vien here on the Boss Man Show. My Boss Show for you after the break. Yeah.
Bucks back here on the Bucks Man Show. It is joined by Anthony Levine, Baltimore Ravens safety linebacker and cornerback from TSU. Now we're going to be joined by another one of my guys, TSU head basketball coach for the men's basketball team, one of the coolest dudes I know, Dana Ford on the Boss Man Show. What's up, Coach Ford? Hey, man, how you doing? I've been doing good, man. How life been treating you this summer, man, since camp this, this summer, was the last time I saw you. How things going been going for you? You know, it's been a quick summer, man. The guys get back to class next Monday, so so this summer's already over. But but we did enjoy a little time off, and now it's time to time to, to hit the weight room and hit the conditioning trail and, and, and get in shape for the season. Now, speaking of the conditioning trail, Coach, what would you say of your guys returning had the best offseason this, this summer for us getting in shape, getting their wind back, getting better all together through workouts? Well, you know, it's really hard just to pick one guy, but but I, I know that Darion Reddick had a really good summer, and he, he's someone that we're really looking to to, to take the next step and, and, and elevate his game to a level that, that can be uh, productive for us night in and night out, and as well as Wayne Martin. Uh, we're looking for a big senior year from Wayne Martin, and if we can get those two guys to, to join forces with Tajer McCall, who's coming back, and then a couple guys that we had sitting out last year, we can get those guys to gel together and have really good years, and you know we feel good about where we're at right now. Now, last time I talked to you, Coach, uh, on the show, you hadn't got the new guys in, one from Atlanta, the six nine kid, you know, another kid. So, if you could, Coach, share with my listeners here in Atlanta and all over the Southeast about the guys you brought in during the spring that will be on the roster this next year. Absolutely, uh, we'll, we'll start with uh, someone who's from Atlanta, Delano Spencer is a junior college guard who played at Coffeeville the last two years, but he's originally from Atlanta. So we're excited about having him on this year's team. And then another kid from the Atlanta area is Chris Bolden, who transferred in from Georgia Tech. So we're also excited about having Chris, and we're looking forward to him having a good year for us. And then we signed a couple big men out of Alabama. One is Kendarius Hamilton. He's about 6'9", 270 pounds. So he's going to be a big, big boy for us. And then we also signed Xavier Williams, who's about 6'10", 220 pounds. So he'll also clog up the paint for us. And then we, uh, on the wings, we signed a Tory Everett, who's a junior college transfer. He's originally from Dallas, played junior college basketball in Oklahoma. And then finally, a freshman, we signed Daniel Cummings uh, from uh, Toronto. He played up at Orangeville Prep, one of the most prestigious uh, prep schools in the, in the country. So um, we're really excited about the newcomers. And we're going to need those guys to really jump on board and help us continue to do the things that we've been able to do the last two years. Folks, we're joined by Dana Ford here on the Boss Man Show. And speaking of what you've been doing, good things you've been doing, Coach, you got an extension, Coach, which I texted you about in, in a raise. So I was congratulating you about that, Coach. So how does it feel knowing that the administration, Ms. Phillips, Dr. Glover, believe in you to keep this program going on the upward trend you have it going right now? Well, yeah, man, we just feel really blessed to, to have their support. And obviously things have really worked out well for us here so far. We're really excited about it. Um, it's good having that security and the confidence from your university that allows you to go out and sell that to recruits. Because oftentimes when you're a young coach and you have some success, the question becomes, you know, how long are you going to be there? Are you going to take another job and things of that nature? And, and those are things that the extension hopefully takes care of. Obviously we're not thinking about anything like that. And, and we're happy at TSU, and uh, we're just looking forward to fulfilling our part of the obligation and hopefully continue to get this thing rising even higher than what it's what it was this past year. Oh, yeah. And, Coach, looking at your roster as I see it now, 
you have what I call interchangeable size with Mecca Wulu coming back and Xavier Williams, these guys, 6'9", Wayne Margin starting to shoot more threes, and then you got the, out there with Chaney, Chajir McCall, those guys ready coming back. You have a roster of this from can just play a lot of long teams, be long, scare people. And I was, they feel good about knowing a coach you can just throw out there a, a lineup and say, hey, defend them. We got the length to do it, stop them, stop clock up that lane and keep on going with everything we got going here at TSU. Yeah, you know, we're excited about the roster that we've been able to put together. Um, a lot of times it takes you three to four years to finally get it to where you want it, what, what really fits your system. And, and you're exactly right. We do like to play uh, interchangeable lineups. We like to play players at different positions. Everyone that we bring in, we'd like for them to be able to play multiple positions so we can have a variety of lineups depending on who we play. Um, um, you always want to prepare for injuries just in case. Hopefully no one gets injured. But we do have a, a deep roster this year. I'm, I'm 100% sure that 12 of our 13 scholarship players are going to be eligible to compete this year. Uh, one of our players may have to sit out in red shirt this year due to a transfer rule. But we're really excited about the, the, the different uh, uh, levels of athleticism and, and skill that we've been able to put together on one roster. Coach, you know how I'm really looking forward to seeing is Jordan Reed. That guy to me gets me excited when I see him working out out there, man. I can't wait to see he's that awesome. guy play. Yeah, yeah, he's been awesome. He's a Division One transfer. He's proven at the Division One level, and we talked a lot about some of our returners. But he's one of those new guys that set out last year as a Division One transfer, and he led his conference in rebounding as a freshman and a sophomore, which I think is the first time that's happened in, in quite some time. And we're really excited to have him finally eligible this year. Uh, he, he's a proven uh, all-conference player at this level. And anytime you can add that to a Tajir McCall, Christian Mekawulu, Wayne Martin, man, it, it makes you feel really good as a head coach. Folks, Jim Dana Ford here on the Boss Man Show, TSU means basketball coach, great guy. According to when he was at Nashville, people, well, Nashville's 25 beautiful people. Dana Ford on the line was days of people. He's taking people. He got a good wife. She's cool. You can't get him, ladies, but he's a great guy, man. You know? You <laughs> <laughs> oh, <he> funny, boy. <laughs> You know how I am, man. So let's go ahead and know how common schedule with Coach. You're playing um, out there in that Santa Clara uh, cable car class. So you got UC Davis, Golden Arizona, and Santa Clara with Herb Sintek out there. So it's going to be a, a great little game for you guys starting to talk the year off out there in California. What about that intrigued you guys to want to go out there and play, play that, that classic out there? Well, you know, it gave us an opportunity to go out and get three games in three days to start the season. And we're really excited about the competition that we'll be playing against. It's people who are comparable to us, other Ohio Valley Conference teams in Northern Arizona, UC Davis and Santa Clara. Uh, we obviously have a lot of respect for all three programs and their coaches. And uh, it's going to give us a uh, early test to, to, you know, see where we're at, an early barometer. And also, you know, we're looking forward to, to ending our season playing consecutive games in another tournament, the OBC tournament. So it's going to give us something to kind of get us ready for that as well. Coach, I don't know that these local games you have to play, Vanderbilt, Lipscomb, Middle Tennessee, what you feel about keeping these local rivalries going, Coach? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're excited about those those regional opponents too. I mean, those are people that we've played every year since we've been here, and those are people that we're going to try to continue to play. Uh, this year we have to go on the road to play uh, two of the three, but, but next year they'll come back to, to the Gentry Center. And we're always looking forward to that. 
And uh, I think that uh, all three of those programs are on the up and, and, and coming, especially Middle Tennessee, who just beat Michigan State. And finally, year. we're going to talk about these two games, at NC State and the big one at Duke at Cameron Indoor Stadium. That's the game I'm going to try to make sure I'm there for that game, no doubt, Coach. So how does it feel to be getting going against Coach K and Duke? Also playing Mark Goff for NC State as well, those two big conferences, ACC guys that you guys get to test your team against in case you make it, make it that tournament that you want to make it March. Yeah, you know, it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a great experience, uh, no matter what the outcome may be. Uh, we anticipate both those programs, along with Vanderbilt, who are also playing this year, to be to be really good. And, and I think they recruit a, a different caliber athlete than we do. But we feel like we have a veteran team. We feel like we've got good, proven guard play. And, and hopefully we can go in there and compete against those teams and and see what happens. But, man, we're, we're honored to be playing at Cameron Indoor Stadium, which is probably the best college basketball venue uh, in the country. And, uh, again, we're just going to try to enjoy every minute of this experience. And no matter what, the kids are going to remember this for exactly. the rest of their lives. And finally, Coach, you do play a team from Atlanta, Kennesaw State. So that's a return game from last year. Look forward to having the ATL team up there as well, the Jitter Center. So, Coach, you played Kennesaw last year uh, with Al Skinner's first year down there. It was a nice game for you guys down there. So we're looking forward to playing those guys again at Gentry now. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're excited about a home game for our fans We've actually squeezed that game in between uh, a couple conference games. So it's an early game. I think it's January the 2nd, an early year game, and hopefully people can come out. I know it's fresh off the holiday season, but, um, you know, Al Skinner, someone else that we have a lot of respect for, uh, uh, the National Coach of the Year. Last year was uh, obviously a rebuilding year at, at Kennesaw, and we anticipate them being a lot better this year. And, again, we're just looking forward to the to, to having an opportunity to compete against someone and like Coach, that. Coach, uh, for a lot of people who don't know about you and your wife's foundation, the Rebound Foundation, can you share some light about your foundation and what your guys' mission is and what you're trying to do with that foundation? Absolutely. Uh, the Rebound Foundation is something that my wife, uh, Christina, and I started about a year or so ago, and it's uh, basically a – rehabilitation effort to help uh, victims of domestic violence after maybe they spent some time in a shelter they can have transitional housing and we would provide transitional housing as well as other necessary building blocks in the in the, in the terms of education uh, uh, employment and, and just the necessary needs for, for for victims and families to get back on their feet uh, after what we all would agree to be a, a very um, um, tragic event in any type of domestic violence situation. So we're just trying to give back as much as possible, and uh, we, we, it's off to a great start, and, and people have been uh, very generous and helpful, and we're looking forward to uh, really uh, uh, attacking domestic violence and, and doing our part to, to end such a, such a bad behavior that a lot of people are, are involved in, and, and the numbers are staggering. And I know that state of Tennessee itself ranks sixth amongst men who, who murder women. And, and it's just a number that we're trying to help and do our part by uh, And, Coach, you guys be building homes in Illinois or just in Tennessee, or you want to go all over the nation if possible? Well, right now it's based out of Chicago, Illinois. That's where my wife is from. And um, we're both from Illinois. She's from the Chicago area. So that's where we started uh, uh, two renovations. But we look forward to branching this out uh, as much across the country as, as possible. But currently we're in Chicago, and uh, 
again, you know, we there's no limits. We we would love for this to 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 happen and, and be effective and anywhere. Coach, for those who want to check your site out, check out your foundation, where can they find the website and social media for your foundation, Rebound Foundation? Yes, yeah, uh, re, uh, Rebound uh, uh, Found dot, dot com, and they can go online and look it up. And um, basically, all of our information is on there. And uh, any questions, you can follow us on uh, uh, Facebook as well as Instagram and Twitter, Rebound Foundation. And uh, it's a purple logo with a basketball. And uh, Christina's name is, is front and center along with my name. And anything that anyone can do to help, we really appreciate it. Like I said, uh, it's not just monetary, but it's also it's also any necessary building block, whether that be through communication, food service, medical Whatever the necessary building block it is for people to start their lives over is what we are trying well, to coach, provide. Coach, you need my help. Any people in ATL who need, need want to assist Coach Ford, hit me up. Hit Coach Ford up. I will personally tell him myself and give him his wife the information to help out as well. So, Coach, we will help you here at the Boss Man Show. We will have no problem getting behind this cause here. Anything you guys need, let me know. and We'll definitely help you guys out, Coach. Thank you so much. We, we really appreciate Folks, it. We're joined by Daniel Ford here on the Boss Man Show. Now, Coach, I have to ask you before you go. Your Rams are gone to L.A. now. Who are you cheering for now, man? Well, I think I got to switch to the Titans, man. I'm living here in Tennessee. We, we got some good young players. We got a good young quarterback. We got a, we got a running back. Um, we just traded away a talented receiver, so hopefully we know what we're doing with that. But, uh, man, I got to go with the hometown well, Coach, team, I'll man. Be at the- we don't come down. Do we, do we? Do we come down there and play your? You don't. But I'll games? be at the game Saturday if you're going to be around. I'll, I'll be at the game. So. No, I don't. I, I'm going to wait till the season gets you. I'm going to see. I'm going to see how we are first. I'm going to be just like the fans at, at, at men's basketball. Let's see how the team is before we come out. I hear. I, I know what you mean, coach. That's what's up. But, Coach, man, it's been great to talk to you on the show, man. You, look here, Coach. You know you've been on the show for the seventh time. You are like one of our top guests ever here on the Boss Man Show. Seven times, man. Oh, man. You may have to get me on payroll, <laughs> man. I might have to. You just got to raise. I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey look, if I can help keep you around a little bit longer, hey, I will do it. <laughs> Whatever I need to do to keep you at TSU, I'll try my best, man. <laughs> Boy, you a funny man, hey, boy. Hey, Coach, I said, I'll be in town. I'll see you real soon, man. You know, I'll always be able to look out your back, man. So, hey, Coach, you be easy, man. If you need me, you know how to find me, man. Thank you.
back in the jar of the Boss Man Show. It's here, Dana Foyle on the Boss Man Show, Anthony Levine, one of Coach Reed's former players on the show. And now we're joined by the man himself, TSU football coach, Rory on the Boss Man Show. Coach Reed, man, how's everything been going with you and the guys, man? This It's camp here. Good, man. We just got out of a really spirited practice. I was really with the ple- pleased with the way we competed tonight and uh, just kind of grinding through right now. You know, yesterday we took a day off and we let the kids go uh, bowling and uh, they got to compete. Like the bowling alley, we, we're gone, you know, 12, 13 straight days, uh, practices, and the kids were a little beat up. So we took a day off yesterday, and they came back and really responded today. Now, I saw that on your Twitter, that you, the guys are bowling. Who is your best bowler on your team? You know, unfortunately, I was unable to be there. Um, one of my assistant coaches' father passed away, and uh, I was down in Calhoun, Georgia, attending his home-going service. So I, I didn't get a chance to see it, but I heard they had a really good time. And, uh, you know, I, I, my quarterback, I can tell you that, I didn't think he did very well from what they tell me. But um, um, I thought they had a good time, and that was what it was all about. You know, they split up and changed and got to compete. So I really did not get an opportunity to see who the best bowler was. Now, Coach, I see one of your guys out there, Mr. Rowland, man, a playmaker, man. I'm hearing a lot about him from Mike Oregon, a lot of guys telling me, when you come watch the team, you're going to be impressed with this guy, Rowland. So tell anybody, Coach, what about this guy is going to make this team a difference this year, man, with his playmaking ability? Well, you know, uh, everybody knows about Patrick Smith as a playmaker. Uh, we feel like we added, uh, you know, two or three guys to the fold that can actually make plays with the ball in their hands, kidding and running killings, uh, from uh, Blackman High School that transferred in from the uh, Naval Academy. But Chris Rowland, you know, uh, he came he came to us from Ravenwood High School uh, here in the city, and uh, he's just an electric kid. You know, he led them to the state title uh, this year, and, you know, he did a lot of things with the ball in his hands for them. He played running back. You know, he played slot receiver. He played wide receiver, return kicks. And uh, he's shown the ability to do all of those things here. So uh, he's able to be used in a, in a lot of different uh, situations. So we're excited to have him. And, Coach, that's be good for you knowing that you can go, like, different personnel with, with man, Patrick Smith. You can use Rowland out there. You can use even Butler that's playing some receiving that I've read as well. So you got a lot of different guys you can throw out there. Very interchangeable to help out O'Shea Ackerman Carter and the offense keep rolling. Oh, without question. We uh, uh, definitely uh, have some explosive guys on the offensive side of the ball, and we're continuing to grow on the defensive side. You know, a lot of those guys are back, and uh, – um, you know, if we can play well on defense, I think we can put enough points up this year uh, to be a, a contender. Folks, we're joined by Robert here on the Boss Man Show. Talk about your defense. You are a defensive guy, Coach. Who are some guys we need to watch out for this year? There's going to be some playmakers out there for your defense. Well, you know, uh, obviously all the buzz is about uh, Ebenezer Ogundego, uh defensive end, you know, his preseason player of the year. Uh, he's been out a little bit this camp with some nagging injuries. Um and, and, you know, hopefully we'll get him back in the fold with us pretty soon. But, you know, Chris Collins, our middle linebacker, made a lot of plays last year. You know, he stepped into Justin North. Uh, when North went down uh, with the season-ending injury last year, we have North back. And in order to make room for North, we've moved North to the Sam linebacker, uh, Chris Collins to the Mike, and Antonio Justice, the senior who really came on for us last year, is going to play our wheel. And up front, you know, led by uh, – uh, Ebo, you know, Terrence Summers is a junior college kid from close around here at Springfield, Tennessee, that, you know, we recruited out of high school. Didn't quite make it academically, but he's back with us. And uh, we think he's going to do a tremendous job inside for us. Uh, so young kids that we see, Michael Perry out of Memphis, um, you know, um, 
the Culpepper kid out of Lakeland, Florida, D tackle. Uh, Andrews Culpepper, he's going. He's shown some flashes. Rocking Nesbitt. So we just got a lot of pieces back to the puzzle, and and with a group that competed really well last year, and we feel like we're much more mature in the secondary. And uh, I'm just excited about the group of kids that we have. Yes, indeed, Coach. I know, Coach, you're you're a guy that does not get into paper and what people rate you preseason. But you have to say, being ranked six has to motivate your guys to say these people don't, don't believe in us. Some you can probably use a motivational tool for your guys on game day. Well, you know, like I told the guys, you know, when when the rankings came out, the game isn't played on paper. You know, if it was, you know, we wouldn't have to go through an eleven game season, and you know, at the F uh, BS level. They wouldn't have to go through the playoffs and have a national championship game. They just the number one team picked, you know, first ranked in the season would win it. So, you, you know, you don't play the game on paper. Uh, and our guys understand that. You know, you got to work for what you get. And you're going to get out of it what you put in. And I think our guys have done a really good job of, of, of in the off season and throughout summer workouts of, you know, putting the time in. And I think it's going to pay off for them. Folks, we got Ryan here on the Boss Man Show, TSU's head football coach here. Now, Coach, I, I saw where your guys helped out with the bridge ministry a few few couple of weeks ago, man. And it's a great thing to see your guys out in the community and teach, teaching your guys about how fortunate they are. So how much more you see your guys doing that throughout the season? And, and, and what, what did your guys learn from that experience helping out the homeless at, down there at the bridge ministry? Well, you know, uh, the bridge ministry was something that our, our FCA, uh, character coach Lee Brown. Uh, he, he's the urban director of FCA here in Nashville, and uh, we had talked about it. And coach Parker had actually gone with his family a couple weeks before, and me and my family did it last year around the holidays time. And you know, our, our kids so often, you know, they feel a sense of entitlement. You know, they 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 don't they they bellyache and and complain about some of the wrong things. And, and you know, I thought it'd be a great opportunity for these kids to be able to go down and serve others that are less fortunate and to be able to see uh, how fortunate they really are, you know, and being able to go to school and get a college education and be able to get three hot meals a day and have a roof over their head. And it was kind of, uh, it was, it was kind of humbling for those guys to go out there and see, uh, you know, little kids that didn't have a place to stay and to be able to serve and feed and, and just uh, listen to the service and, and even people that did not have, uh, how they were so grateful for what they did have. And I think it was really great for our kids to be able to see that. And coaches, as well as to that point, I tell you what, just I think those guys seeing that will also give them perspective for the rest of their lives to where, hey, if I don't do my schoolwork, if I don't apply myself, I could be in a position where I'm not as fortunate as I am right now. So you can use that for them as well to say, hey, study halls, go to study hall, especially in class, I cut class, because if you don't do these things, it can have an effect that can hurt you down the road. Well, without question, and, and, you know, sometimes it's just tough breaks. You know, there were some people down there that had college degrees that just fell on hard times. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it's not, you know, it's not how you, you, you react, it's how you respond to adversity. I tell my kids all the time, there can always be a positive or a negative reaction to adversity. But you got when you respond, that means you 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 take the time to think about things and think things through. And not only it's not just for people that didn't go to college to get a degree. Some people just fall on hard times and need a helping hand. And I wanted our kids to be able to see that uh, that you know you know it's said all the time. You hear people say it all the time. You know a lot of people are just one paycheck away from being homeless. So uh, really be grateful for what you have, and uh, you you got to be willing to help others at a, in a time of need.
Well said, Coach. Folks, we got Rowry here on the Boss Man Show. Now, Coach, I was telling Anthony Levine, man, he spoke very highly of you and how you always keep keeping in contact with him and always keep in touch with him. And I want to talk about that for you as well. How does it feel knowing that TSU has the most guys from the OVC in the NFL right now, in camps right now? I mean, that feels great. You know, it, it lets you know that you've done a really good job in recruiting and not only recruiting uh, 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 just athletes, but men of character. You know, those guys have college degrees and, and they're pursuing their their career and they're trying to master the craft. And it's great to see guys like Anthony and, you know, where they came from and, you know, when they came here as freshmen and how they matriculated here through TSU and where they are now uh, is, is really uh, it's really exciting for me to see those guys. And we do keep in touch. And, you know, he'll text me every now and then, Coach, I need a word of the day. And, uh, you know, I always text and we, we keep in constant contact. And he just like you know those kids are just like my my children, man. You know, uh, I don't I don't go uh, you know three, four, five days without some kind of contact with them, and, and that's really exciting uh, to be able to have kids and have that relationship with your kids when they leave here. And DRC said this on the previous show, Coach. You like a, a dad to him. You like you've been the best thing ever happened to him for is just being there for him. So just seeing that, and I feel like I tell people all the time about about you, but I, I know you and I know you know the school. So like, hey, Coach Reed's a great guy. He also fosters a father's environment there in Tennessee State. So you know you having a reputation of guys in the NFL. I talk about how great you are as a person. That make you feel good when we hear guys that you play for you also talk so highly of you, even years down down the road. Well, without question, you know, I tell my kids all the time, don't let football define who you are as a person. You know, you know your character and, 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 you know, who you are as a person shouldn't be defined by what you do on the field. It should be defined on how you treat your family, you know, how you treat females, you know, what kind of person you are in society. You know, football is a small piece of what we do. Uh, being a football coach is very important to me. My job is very important to me. But I also want to be a great father and a great husband and a great brother and a great son. So, uh, you know, we try to teach our kids life lessons. Uh, uh, we want to win games. That You know, that is paramount. We know that's part of the business. But also, um, we're not going to put, you know, building character uh, ahead of uh, uh, our winning games, ahead of building character and building men that can be successful after football. Because like I tell my guys, you're only a player away from never playing this game again. So you got to be able to use football as a vehicle to get your education and, you know, climb the career ladder. And, Coach, I see you guys are playing Vandy this year. How excited of you to play at Game Miss Vandy over there at over there at Memorial, at, over at no more, but over at Vanderbilt Stadium, man, against Darren Mason, a team on the rise. So playing a, 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 a hell of a school, a, boss, a hell of a school, SEC school. How are your guys looking forward to I know you're not looking forward to it just right now, but are your guys excited about knowing they'll be playing Vanderbilt across town? I'm pretty much here right in Nashville. Well, you know, I, I would be lying. You know, I can give you the company line and say we're focused on the first game, and we are. You know, Arkansas Pine Bluff is a big game, but everybody knows that that game is on the schedule uh, on down the line. And it's going to be great for the city of Nashville. It's going to be great for the two schools. And I'm just glad that we could get together and, and, and play against a quality SEC opponent. And I think that program over there is on the rise. You know, Mace has done a tremendous job over there. I think given time, uh, Bandy will see a huge turnaround. Uh, if, if, you know, they keep them in place over there. So uh, we're real excited about the game. But, uh, you know, we got Arkansas Pine Bluff first. Then we got Jackson State down in Memphis. You know, we fly down to Bethune-Cookman. We got an open week. And then we play UT Martin. So we got a long way to go before we get to Vanderbilt. But it is something that's going to be exciting being able to play an SEC opponent. 
And final question for you, Coach. I've been around colleges a, lot, a long time, talking to different coaches, but I feel like you, Coach Emmon, and Coach Ford have a nice rapport with each other. So how does it feel to have a good rapport with other coaches in, in that athletic department where you can kind of bounce things off each other and kind of give each other little pump-ups here, here or there to get you both, get all you guys going? Without question, you know, uh, Larry Joe and Dana, you know, Coach Rulak, we all have a, a pretty good relationship here at Tennessee State. Actually, you know, Coach Ford has actually been to – uh, several of our practices in camp. Actually, he was at practice tonight uh, for a couple of minutes around there looking around, and he was up at practice, you know, last week. We got ready to scrimmage, uh, him and Coach Hamilton. So it's great to see those guys supporting us. And I do the same thing. You know, I like to step in and just watch how they interact with their players. You know, you can always pull something from different coaches. I'm not one of those guys that feel like I know it all. You know, I try to read, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a sponge. I try to soak everything up. It doesn't have to be a football coach. It could be a baseball coach, a basketball coach. A dadgum water polo coach that you could, you know, find, you know, things that could help your program with. So uh, we got a real good relationship. Dana and myself talk all the time. You know, Coach Emman is, is a great influence on, on our coaches. So uh, uh, it's great to have uh, uh, good relationships with people that you work with. Hey, Coach, look forward to seeing you. We got the John Mayer Classic coach. I look forward to coming from the ATL and see you guys play, man. So it's no good bit blue all the way, man. I'll see you real soon, Coach. All right. Thanks for having me, man. Go Big right. Blue. No doubt. Folks, Rowry on the Boss Man Show. Up next, the Boss Report after the break. Joe, the Boss Man Show. Had a great show for you as we, Anthony Levine, the Boston Rivers, our TSU. TSU's basketball coach, Daniel Ford, on the show. And TSU football coach, Rod Reed. Now we're going to an honorary TSU grad, my man from Memphis, back for more. Tell like it is show. Trust us records, J.C. <laughs> Smith. What's good, bro? Hey, man, we making this a habit, man. You know what I'm saying? Two weeks in a row back on the Boss Man Show, Boss Man Report, honorary TSU grad, man. I can't wait for homecoming weekend. I will be in the building, man. How at your boy? Oh, yeah, October 15th, bro. That's homecoming game. Homecoming week going to be crazy. All I got to say is if you're a TSU homecoming, you don't know what you're missing, bro. I'm in there. Let's do it, man. No doubt. Folks, you've been waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. It's about support. First story, boy, is this. Of course, our favorite drug. New Mexico meth head arrested after being caught selling truck, pulling a machete, and saying, quote, it was my neighbor's fault. I got caught. 
She's a bee. <laughs> hey, this is a <laughs> this is in New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. Hey, man. You know, you know, in my younger days, you know, I would partake, you know, in a little puff puff pass. But bruh, these new drugs are scaring me, man. Like, like how how can you get that high to where you just doing, you know, just crazy stuff, man? Like I'm pretty sure you're gonna get the the Florida story, man, but like like I will be scared, alright. Like these drugs on a new level, like ASAP Bird. I'm on a new level. Like they they are they something serious right now, man. And, and I'm just be honest with you, bro. I've been doing the boss for five years, and I've seen the report get worse by the year. Like the, yeah. stu- the stuff I hear, it gets worse by the year. Like you know, boss. Like you know, a story is wild when it, when it shocks you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. you know, when, when it shocks, when it shocks boss man, you know that's a that's a whole other level right there, man. Exactly. And we're going to Florida. This is gonna be this is this is good though. Florida man arrested. After headbutting wife, after she brought home red lobster rather than chilies for dinner. Wow! Now <laughs> around here, here in Memphis, you get headbutted for uh, the other way around. You bring home chilies and not red lobster because you know black folks we love us some red lobster, man. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Red lobster is like the black Benny Hanna. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, like it has to be major accomplishments in your life for black folks to get real life. You just graduated, you know what I'm saying? Uh, first date, you just got married. Like, there's, there's milestones in the black experience that leads you to go to go to real life. Like, that's the experience. That's part of the black experience. Go to real life, man. So, you know, I, I, I hear but my wife, she bought home and and she had. And she had an option to get real lobster, and you chose chili. Oh, that deserves a headbutt. But I'm not, not the other way around, though. Nah. I'm going to be honest with you. I've only been to real lobster one time in my life, bro. In 96. What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> in 96, bro. 96. Yes. Wait, bro. In what? Do you not know? Do you not know <laughs> what has changed on the menu since then, man? All right. The cheddar biscuits? Come on, bro. Look, when I come to Memphis, we got to go then. I haven't been in 20 years, man. man I don't want to Red Lobster, man. I don't, want to, I don't know what's there, bro. I don't know what's there. You know what I'm saying? In October, they got the all-you-can-eat shrimp. You know what I'm saying? For like $13.99, dog. You can eat scampi. You can eat uh, fried shrimp uh, with butterfly shrimp, coconut shrimp. Whatever kind of shrimp you want, boss. We got you, man. Oh, so now we got to check it out then for sure. And get this. Deranged woman... Arrested after, after putting poison on her box to kill her husband when he went down on her. Man, like nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Nah, like I mean, like you know, I've I've been known to partake in a, <laughs> a little little box action every once in a while, man. You know what I'm saying? But nah, like there's other ways. Just if you don't want, just divorce them, break up with them. Exactly. Unless you're trying to get the insurance money, but I mean, and even then, there's other ways to go about. You know what I'm saying? Killing them as opposed to doing that—that's cruel and inhumane. That deserves death penalty right there. Exactly. And was that Florida? No, it was not actually. It was in. He gonna love this, Oregon. Oh wow! It's getting down like that in Oregon. 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, man. Yeah, that's 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 messed up, man. I can't even put that in words how messed up that is. Like, she has to die tonight. Exactly. <laughs> For real, man. Exactly. And I guess you know. With the with the new thing of upskirts, she's putting poison up her skirt, right? <laughs> wow! Hey man, that's that's, that's a low blow. <laughs> low blow. <laughs> it was too. That, that it, was, it was a low blow. Man. It is right there on the platform, for you, bro. It's like it's hard to see for him, you know. Box upskirt, you know, poison up the skirt, that's you know. Too easy. Too easy. <laughs> well. Florida man is arrested after playing Pokemon Go naked while smoking bud, playing with himself, and screaming at women on South Beach. See, now we talked about this in the last one, man, about this Pokemon Go craze. And I'm telling y'all, man, folks, you're going to get hurt. I'm telling you right now, I'm waiting. I'm literally waiting for the next person to come in my yard playing Pokemon Go. I got something for them. I really do, man. Did you on South Beach? You acting a fool? What, bro? You on South Beach? What you doing playing Pokemon Go? I'm about to play Brazilian Go, Cuban Go, Puerto Rican Go. All those fine ass women down there in Miami. Your ass playing Pokemon? I'm trying to poke something in Miami. I ain't trying to play Pokemon Go. While screaming, I would, man. While screaming and playing with himself while on bud. What, what was wrong? Bud don't do that. That's that's some other stuff, man. That's that flocker. That that he on some he on something else. He on a new level. He on something else, boss. I'm telling you, man. Well, this is nasty. Naked British man arrested after stashing seven grams of cocaine in a surprising place. His foreskin. Say what now? <laughs> Naked. I just, I just knew. Naked British man is arrested after stashing seven grams of cocaine in a surprising place. His foreskin. That's disgusting, man. I just see. I just knew it was gonna be the traditional way in his rectum or something like that. But bruh, seven grams. So seven grams must have been really, really, really small, really, really tiny for dude to hide in his foreskin, man. Yeah, and just that whole that's crazy. skin mess threw me off. That's crazy, man. Yeah, and, and, and what state was this? It was actually in Britain. Oh, wow, okay, all right, so overseas, all right. Yeah. Yeah, man, all right, so he's doing some James Bond type stuff, hiding grams in his foreskin, huh, okay. Wow, wow, <laughs> hey, man, hey, hey, Oregon? Great Britain, hey, they in the running, man. They, they trying to take, they trying to take the place of Florida right now. Exactly, and Florida man arrested after attempting to buy some crack and gummy bears at Domino's. There we go, man. <laughs> hey, they never late. That, that train is never late, man. Good old Florida, coming down the pike. Yeah, all right. So let me get this right. Domino's served pizza, right? Exactly. And he said my man, my man was trying to get some gummy bears or what else? And crack at Domino's. Hmm. Hmm. 
Now, I know they got a new, they've been, you know, having a new crust and everything at Domino's. I'm pretty sure ain't no crack in it. And the gummy bears, can you even get that as a topping on your pizza there, gummy bears? I don't think so. Okay. All right, then. Hey, he might be on something new, man. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to knock his genius, man. He might, you know, sprinkle the crack and the the gummy bears on his pizza. You know, it might might be some new stuff there. Well, this is, this is new right here. New York man arrested after knocking woman out with a bag of apples in Target parking lot to steal her car and her money. Damn. Why such such drastic measures, though? Like, whatever happens to traditional robbers, you know what I'm saying? They just run up on you and take your stuff without knocking you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, was that necessary to knock the lady out? With the red apples, green apples, and then, really you know what I'm saying, the ad, yeah, ad engine the insult, then you're gonna take, take a car? Come on, man. Like, do, do how your granddaddy, your, your, your dad, your brother, your uncle used to do back in the day. Just pick them up. Just show the gun, you know, flash the gun, and of course, it's probably a little white lady or something, she'll get scared, she'll give up the keys, and that's, and that's it. Yeah, because she got the keys. She got the keys, keys, keys. <laughs> <laughs> and she got the apple slices too, man. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Naked Florida woman arrested after threatening to blow up police station while huffing from a propane tank and sipping Capri Sun. <laughs> She's doing too much already. <laughs> She's doing way too much, man. She's just doing too much of war, man. Like, alright, so that, that Capri Suns are delicious. I, I drink them every, every now and then. My kids drink them. Shout out to Capri Sun. Um, but, okay, so she was threatening to blow up a police substation there. And you say, what, what was she humping on there, boss? A propane tank while sipping on Capri Sun. Oh, so she was, she was about their life. She was about to do that. With the propane tank. Okay, she wasn't playing around, man. And, hey, hey, I'm telling y'all, man, you know, the way the folks feel about the police, man, like, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put nothing past anybody. Like, they carrying out saying vocal threats, and this lady was so committed to actually having a propane tank out there. Oh, she gonna, she gonna accomplish her feats. You hear me? We gonna hear about her on CNN one day. No doubt. And this something you may do, bro, is, uh, Missouri man arrested after attacking neighbor with a barrage of bricks after neighbor's cats and kids want to stay out of his yard. You know what? My my house is like the neighborhood house here in Memphis. All the kids like to play here, so my grass, my yard gets real thin. And I and I and as I get older, you know, I'm, I'm that old man. Hey, you know, the, the get out of my yard type type dude. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, tell these kids to, you know, to scram. But, uh, now I can never physically hurt somebody, you know what I'm saying? But I can, I can give a mean look. I can cuss a kid out, but I would, I would never physically hurt anybody, man. You know what I'm saying? But people take their yard seriously, though, boss. Yeah, I see. Missouri man ain't playing, bro. He ain't playing. Yeah, man. Absolutely, man. You know how much. You know how much topsoil costs <laughs> in your front yard, man? I, I don't know, bro. I don't got no grass in my yard, yeah, man. Yeah, man. 
Hey, man, like, you know, your boy be going to Home Depot, you know what I'm saying, man, go to Lowe's, getting all the stuff I need for my yard now, man. Like, it's serious business, man. I'm trying to win, you know, uh, Better Homes and Gardens, you know, Player of the Year award, man. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Uh-oh, here we go. Miami woman who doesn't speak Spanish sues school for denying her opportunity to be a Spanish teacher. Well, yeah, you got to repeat that one for me, boss. I, I, you, you missed me on that one. Say it again. Miami woman who does not uh-huh. speak Spanish sues uh-huh. school for denying her a job as a teacher speak, teaching Spanish. She wants to be a Spanish teacher, but she doesn't speak Spanish. How does that work? Well, hmm, okay. Now, I did take Spanish once in high school. I bombed and I failed Spanish 2 the next year in high school. So, was this going to be like a learn-as-you-go type thing? Uh, was she of, 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 of Spanish descent? Oh, no, she's Caucasian. Oh, okay, okay, all right. She, you know what? That's a Trump, that's a Trump supporter right there. That's a Trump voter. Yeah, yeah, that... Because it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. She needs to uh, kill herself uh, expeditiously, as my man Joe Clark would say. Uh, lean on me. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She used to drive off a cliff at 75 miles per hour. And she was not attractive, so, I mean, we would never not want to look up her skirt. She's not oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, now, she, now I, would, I would give her consideration if she looked like something. But, yeah, she looking like Miss Dalfire, and, and she can't speak Spanish. And she's trying to teach other kids how to speak Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, she has to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. she be diving a lake. Something, <laughs> bro. Like, yeah. Exactly. Arizona man arrests after beating the living hell out of patron after he wasn't tilt for dusting off the man's coat in the bathroom. Hey, man. I always make it a point, you know, when you go to the club. And you got those guys in there with the peppermint, the, the gum, and, you know, they, they got the towels out. You know, you better tip them folks, man. Like, hey, man, I see some rough-looking dudes up in there, man. Some cats that look like they just got out the joint. And, like, this is the only job they can get. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, y'all just stop playing with these folks. What's, what's, the, what's the name on boss? What do you call them? Are they, it's not bathroom attendants. What do they call them? I don't know what they are. I think, I think they're all It might, might be. I think all of them are losers, bro. Cause man, if you if you in the bathroom, your job's in the bathroom, you a loser. I'm sorry. I, I hey, know it might be on the bathroom. That was boss man that said that any bathroom attendants out there, y'all all right with me. That's boss man. All right. So if y'all see him in the bathroom, man, that hey, that's on him. That's look on here, him, man. I, I, I'm, I'm look not, here, yeah. I, look here, bro. I don't, I don't need you to dust off my coat. I don't need a mint from you. I don't want you to, to, to you know, scrub me off or give me my towel. I'm good. I don't. You should not be in the bathroom, post up with a man in the urinal or in the stall taking a dump next to you. I'm just saying. I, I can't be that guy. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, bro, it's just, it, it's custom, man. It's just customary for you to tip. You know what I'm saying? I've never tipped the bathroom, out, dude, man. Because I'm I, 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 like, I can't do it. Because uh, why are you here? It's like, why are you even in here? <laughs> I've never did it. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's, uh, it's awkward, but. He's there for a reason. It's like, you know, I'm in the to... urinal taking yeah. a piss, and dude, look at, look at me up and down while I'm pissing. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm not about to tip you for looking at me piss. 
And then, then, then because you look at you, you get close up into the damn urinal because you want to look, look at you at, at your junk. Like, what the hell? It's it's a very weird situation. Then I want this guy. What bathrooms you going to? What clubs you going to? The bathroom attendant doing all that, man. In Atlanta, man. I said in Nashville too. Oh, okay. All right, that explains it. (laughs) That explains it, there. I'm like, man, no, can't do this. (laughs) Oh man. I can't do it, bro. I can't do Arizona man beating up dude with that man's terrible, man. But here we go. Florida man arrested after attacking Dancing Flamingo at Bush Gardens while naked. <laughs> but it's a dude. He attacked the Flamingo? Yes, while naked at Bush Gardens. Hey, man, hey. Now, if I was, okay. If I was wilding out on some drugs there, on some hallucinogens or whatever, you know what animal that uh, animal I've always thought is sexy? Flamingos, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see how dude would get aroused by a flamingo, bruh. Alright, is that, is that weird? Yeah, that five flamingos attractive like that. Like, I mean, if you look at them, man, the pink and everything. Like, flamingos, they can get it. You know what I'm saying? I've so, never really looked at them, you know, bro. I, I never really asked that. Like, damn, they, I never really paid them any attention, bro, to be honest with you. I never had. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, just some, you know, from a, you look at them from a distance there. Yeah, flamingos can get it, bro. Hashtag that. Flamingos can get it, all right? Okay, well, I, I think I know a guy who might take a, take a picture, picture of them up, 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 up their beak or whatever. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let me stop, man. I need, I need to stop messing with old bro. That's my dude. I need to stop, man. <laughs> you stupid, man. You stupid, by the way. I need to stop, man. <laughs> here we go. This is good. Now, this might be good because in Memphis, it's called a hobby in Memphis. But here it go. California couple arrested after being get, being caught getting a freak on on top of the Exxon from their job. On top of the Exxon? Yes. They really hey, hopped man. in. <laughs> you talk about being spontaneous. Like, in, in my previous days, I would have never thought about saying, hey, baby, let's get on top of the Exxon. <laughs> and let's get it in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like out there outside the Exxon, yeah, but on top of it, man, these these cats, man, they need to be commended in all these stories because they taking they taking crime and they taking just weird ass boss man stories, boss man reports to a whole nother level, man. You know what I'm saying? We need to give them a reward for that, man, because they are taking it to another these level. These stories even impress me. Yes, <laughs> not yes, for like years. Your out- <laughs> <laughs> the song, the song of the day should be "I'm on a new level," man. Like you should, you should close out the show with ASAP Ferg, "I'm on a new level," because all these stories are they're taking it to another place we've never seen before, man. And we got five more to go, which is even crazy. Which are even crazier. We got this is the first one to five. Florida woman arrested after trying to flee from Macy's with over a thousand dollars worth of merchandise while throwing crap and pads from her pants and security guards. Oh, wow. When you when you talk about Macy's and shoplifting, you know, my first thought was former Cowboys running back, uh, Joseph, Joseph Randall. Joseph Randall. <laughs> we okay. Yeah, was she, was she of any relation to him? 
No, nah, she's in Florida. So I don't think so. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, man. You know, Mason's got some nice stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've, I've never done it, but you know how you just in your mind you think. Hey, if I snatch this and run real quick, will I be able to get out of here without being arrested? You know what I'm saying? Like you just, that thought crosses your mind, but then you realize that you're a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, and you're 35 years old, so it's not gonna be a good look if you get caught shopping this down in Macy's. But hey, man, like I can I can understand people people like you said are kleptos, man, and I can understand that the addiction, that feeling. But um, and you said she was throwing throwing stuff out of a pan. Her, her actual feces and pads. Oh, okay. I, I missed that part. Okay. Yeah. Now, 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 I can't. I can't do all that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, throw the feces and everything. But as far as the shoplifting, that's like I said, that's normal. But to her credit, give her an award, man. Take it to a whole nother level. Throwing feces out of her ass. Come on now, give her an award. Man, and throwing your, at the same and, time. And throwing your Coltex out. There you go. There you go, man. That's, that's she. She's first place. She is first place tonight, boss. We need to give her an award, man. She's on a new level, 2016, bro. Well, Texas man arrested after threatening to purge Pokemon Go players with paintball gun, BB gun, and his real gun. Hey, man, that guy's my hero. That guy's my hero, man. Like. I want to get all these Pokemon Go players. If you were like 25, 25 and older, you playing Pokemon Go, I want to round all y'all up and shoot each one of you guys in the face. <laughs> like, what are you doing with your life, dog? You should be working. But you actually going around here chasing around something that's not even real. That doesn't even exist. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like, like literally, I want to shoot all these guys in the face, man. If you're 25 and older, get your life together, man. You need, you need to get your priorities straightened out. You playing Pokemon Go all day. Exactly. And here we go. Florida man arrested after stealing van so he can drive to Waffle House and get his pimp on. Okay. All right. So he, he was going to Waffle. Like I said, you know, you know how we feel about Waffle House, Paul. We love, we love Waffle House, all right? Yes. I remember the, the Nashville Waffle House took me to in Nashville, all right? But I know in Atlanta, they take great pride in the Waffle House down there. Shout out to Waffle House. All right, now, now you said the rest of the story, my man was in the van. He was trying to, he, he was he was pimping in the van at Waffle House? <laughs> yes, yeah, he was. Okay, hey, that's not a bad idea. Do you know how many folks be at Waffle House after the club? You, you can pull something to Waffle House. You can it's not a bad idea at all, man. I'm, I'm with my guy on that. Well, this is close to you, bro. Arkansas man arrested after his tax business was busted for prostitution because, quote, he was trading Johnson for tax money. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Interesting, man. Like I said, man, these guys... Man, they on some on some new entrepreneurial type stuff right now, man. You know, like I mean, who, who even thinks of doing that? You know, in Arkansas. Oh wow, that's like that's right down the street, man. You know, what I'm saying like these stories are really giving me some ideas right now, boss. Like I'm gonna put something together, man, and, and I'm gonna involve every like every little thing in all these stories, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make a whole weekend out of it, man. Like that would be one hell of a weekend, man. Take everything from these stories and actually go out there and do it yourself. 
Exactly. And in the final story tonight is this. Oh, man. Florida man arrested after sticking gas pump up woman's rectum to, quote, warm it up for him later. He said because he wanted to, quote, spice up their love life and her butthole. Hmm. I wonder if he used regular, <laughs> premium, <laughs> or high tank. You know what I'm saying? Like, ouch, man. First of all, ouch. Uh, first of all, on, on that one. Um, and then you want, you want her, her, her butthole to smell like, <laughs> smell like octane? <laughs> smell like unleaded? Why, 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 why you doing your thing, man? Like, what kind, what, kind, what kind of weird stuff is that, man? <laughs> exactly. Only in Florida, man. Oh, oh man. Hey, what goes to report today, bro? What is your take on today's report you just heard, man? Hey, man, like, I'm, I'm really inspired by these stories that I've heard tonight. Like, like, like normally, like, the stories are always shocking, but it's on a whole nother level. Like, I really want to take, like, one of these stories and actually, I want to try this out, man. Because I'm thinking, like, in my, in my mind, like, how, how are these stories even possible? But I want to just try it out, man, to see what happens. I'm going to report back to you, boss, on, on, on my events and what happened in my life when I tried out one story. Hey, I think you and your wife should try out the Exxon story. Jessica, we might just do that. That's a good idea, man. I'm going <laughs> to approach you about it. Like, baby, hey, got something new. New I want to try out. I got that 93 Octane. Uh, huh? Where, where, where we going to put it? Oh, we put it in your rectum. That's all. Oh, you want me to get out? Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's what's gonna happen. Oh, gonna, I'm gonna get put out, and then I gotta go to Nashville, and I gotta I gotta sleep on your couch. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> hey, I mean, or you or you can try to win it on top of the roof. Yeah, you that, know what? That's I think you might go for that. <laughs> I think you might. I'm gonna get a little ladder. I think that'd be that'd be kind of nice though. That'd be like a real real spontaneous. You know, thing that's going on there, man. Like, I think I would get a lot of, I get a lot of love from her if I do something like that, man. And, and once more, you'd be the second boss report uh, uh, participant to end up on the report from Memphis. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. We be on the news and everything, bro. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> it's like, boss, I did it. I'm on top of the world. Mama they'll be like, uh, uh, they'll be like on WREG, uh, breaking news. Uh, Mugshots Cordova host, <laughs> radio host, <laughs> arrested after being caught on top of the hobby and on popular. <laughs> Let's do it, baby. <laughs> I might come down and bail you out just for the hell of it. I'll come and bail you. Please, dude. I'm gonna get a GoFundMe account. Yeah, I'll just uh, pray for me and just put something in my account there. <laughs> exactly. Hey, before we go, bro, tell people about going on that mud shots and football fighters radio show, man. What you got going, man? Hey, man, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, of course. Got the mud shots popping, man, each and every Friday night. Karaoke Friday goes down with your boy, man. The liveest party in the city, man. We've been voted. One of the best clubs in the city, man. Uh, best in Black Awards by Tri-State Defender. So that's, that's a real good look, man, for 2016. Um, getting the show back together, man. Getting the band back together and everything, man. More details to come on that, man. But other than that, boss, I'm just trying to be like you, man. I'm trying to get, get out here and get it, baby. No doubt, bro. Look here. 
I'm, folks, the only show I call in Memphis is the Slug In Show. The other show in Memphis, I will actually take time to call. <laughs> it's only it's like it is, okay? The only show in Memphis I'm a call is, is that right there. Love, you, know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, my man, JC. Hey, bro, last week, we brought records last week. We had last week 61,000 downloads of the box support with you been on it. So, we had to bring it back again, bro. So, that's us try beer to get this week, bro. Let's go 70,000. Hey, man. Hey, give me, I want my check. I want my royalties, boss, man. We blowing up, baby. No doubt. Hey, look, hey, bro. I, I got word. This is a little tidbit that uh, our favorite spot may, may, may be coming back. I heard a you rumor. No way. I hope, I hope, man, boss, don't play with me, man. <laughs> you know how I feel about that place. Don't play with me, man. Hey, I'm, I'm hearing rumblings that it, it, there may be a new one in the works in another part of town. It's all true. Lord, if there's a God in heaven, please allow my favorite place to come back. Cause I, that's my dream, man. I want to do one podcast, one show from the world famous songs, man. You think they to get uh, Beckler back on the scene if we get if we get the wackers and dunks? Absolutely, man. Then we gotta get one of those models, man. One of the models you had on the show before. We gotta get one of them to come down and do the show with us, man. Oh, well, you know that's a, that's that's one text away right there, brother. Let's do it. Let's do it, brother. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, folks. Been a great ball support. Been a great show. Coach Rod Reed, Anthony Levine, my man Danny Ford, J.C. Smith. Hope y'all join it. Same bad time, same bad channel. Boss man, we out. Peace. And if you don't know, you're not, you know, you know.